You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that usually talks about a variety of subjects in nerddom, but today it's pretty much just video games. It's all video games. All video games all the time, baby. It's E3 week. Yeah. And so we got all kinds of news and releases and stuff that we're going to talk about. I'm Cody. Yeah, and I'm Sam. (laughs) We are two of the three E's of E3. Yeah, I'm electronics. I'm the expo. We have no entertainment. We have no entertainment. Sorry. (laughs) That's that's not a good sign. No. All right. So, hey, thank you all for tuning in. We have a great show for you. Yeah, like Cody said, a bunch of uh, E3 news. We're going to talk a lot about video games. Uh, But first, let's do a really super quick check it out. And I will go ahead and jump into this. Last weekend, uh, we were invited out once again to Indie PopCon out in Indianapolis, Indiana. It is their the fifth year that they've run their pop culture convention. This is the third time we've been invited out, and it was a blast. Once again, they put on an excellent, excellent show. A lot of really good guests. Got to meet David Yost, Billy, the original Blue Ranger. Nice. He was very cool. Got to fist bump and talk to LeVar Burton. That was pretty great. And that's that's like a, a lifetime dream come true yeah. situation. <laughs> yeah, he was he was very cool. He was a very cool guy. Uh, very busy. You know, he had a lot. He was one of the major headlining guests. Will Wheaton was there. Didn't want to stand in the line for Will Wheaton. No. His line was very long. Why? Um, <laughs> well, you know, it's Will Wheaton. He's king nerd. He is. But I got to stand within like... 20 feet, I guess, of Will, of Will Wheaton. Yeah, some of the other guests that we didn't get a chance to see. Mantis from Guardians was there very briefly. A lot of Game of Thrones folks, a lot of uh, YouTubers. I uh, didn't recognize a ton of them, but uh, but they were there, and that's pretty great. And that's actually kind of cool that the con brings in like not just comic book people or big so big name celebrities. Yeah, it's very forward thinking of them. Yeah, it is. It is. And got to check out a bunch of booths, uh, which was really cool. They really focus in on uh, indie creators, indie companies and stuff like that. Independent, not Indianapolis. Well, (laughs) both, actually. Yeah, kind of both. But uh, no, it was really cool. And um, this year, Jordan and I went out and we were in costume for the con. And, you know, I've gone to uh, conventions in costume before. But this is the first time I've been in something that was easily recognizable. Not obscure. Not an obscure cartoon from like the early 90s. <laughs> I usually go out as uh, Captain N, the Game Master, the yeah, Nintendo licensed cartoon that was not very good from the early 90s. But uh, no, this year dressed up as uh, a Team Rocket Grunt, one of the bad guys from the Pokemon games. And it was a blast. Like within, I would say five minutes of walking in, we were we had people asking us for pictures and stuff, <laughs> and it nice. was really cool. Actually, the per, the first um, group of folks who wanted to get their picture with us was a couple of uh, girls who dressed up as Team uh, Skull grunts from uh, <laughs> from the new Pokemon games. So that was really cool. Did they dance menacingly at you? Well, they did like this. They uh. were they were doing the hand gestures <laughs> a lot, which was really cool. Um, <laughs> but no, there were a, a ton, a ton of people in costume there. Uh, we have a full, 
uh, cosplay gallery up on the website and on our Instagram page. App, site, whatever. I don't know what you call an Instagram. I think it's page. Page? I think it's okay. Instagram page. Gotcha. Okay. I don't know. I don't use Instagram. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, got to meet a whole bunch of cosplayers, which was really great. Um, really wide variety of people in costume from super recognizable like comic books and anime-ish stuff to uh, things that, I mean, it looked neat. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, uh, I was having a hard time picking some of those things out, but it, they looked really neat. If I had one uh, slight criticism of the con, because, you know, I, you know, we were invited out. I'm, again, making that really clear. But if I want to have one criticism, one, you know, totally honest thing, the panels this year were not not saying that they were lacking, but they were just not as interesting as other cons that that I've been to. Maybe that's because of the guests. Maybe that was because of the uh, time constraints of the guests. But it was a lot of like pro gaming stuff, like esports, a lot of Uh. esports stuff. They actually had a full uh, uh, League of Legends corner of the con that was that had like tournaments going on like oh. a big screen and stuff, which I mean, I mean, like if that's your thing, yeah, if that's, that's your cool, thing, but they also had an, an entire booth uh, dedicated to yo-yo tricks, huh? Which that's... I mean, you know, a company buys their booth for the for the con, so they it's open to anybody. But yo-yo tricks was not something I was expecting at a convention. <laughs> yeah. There was also one from like the Indiana Dairy association but they were giving away free ice cream hey yeah you can't um, beat that yeah and they changed out their uh (laughs) they changed out their uh workers at the booth uh frequently enough that we were able to go back multiple times for ice cream nice and uh it was very good (laughs) uh their salted caramel ice cream was like oh that sounds good oh yeah it was great perfect amount just a little tiny bit this is a highlight of the con is me talking about ice cream. free ice cream. I swear there's more to it than that. But uh, <laughs> but no, it was a really, really great con. I'm um, really excited to go back out next year. I'm really appreciative of uh, the people who um, put together Indie Pop Con. They um, it was really well organized. It was really clean, which, you know, again, is not something you normally say, think about, a, you know, when you think about cons. Yeah. But it it is a concern sometimes. Now, I, I looked at the pictures, mm-hmm. and the people look considerably happier to be there than they do at Wizard World. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I, you know, not to dog on Wizard World too much, but uh, yes, I will say that there is uh, uh, a considerable amount of uh, joy had at Indie PopCon that is not usually present at a, at a Wizard World, mostly because Wizard World's they're good cons, but like they're all the same. Like you yeah. go to one Wizard World, you've been to them all because they're down to the layout of the booths. They are the same convention. It's like walking into a Walmart or a Target. Once you walk in the doors, you know exactly where everything's at because they're all laid out exactly the same. The, Any PopCon, you know, they get different k- kind of guests. And the, the Walmart comparison is more apt than yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh, but no, it was a really great con. I'm I'm really glad I uh, got a chance to go out and got to uh, uh, check out a couple of uh, spots around Indianapolis while we were out there, which was really cool. And uh, yeah, can't wait for next year. Can't wait for more cons. I'm excited for cons. It's kind of a shame that con season is kind of wrapping yeah. up a little bit. But uh, yeah, no, it was a really good time. Not Origins, which is where Josh is. That's where Josh <laughs> is. That's that's uh, that's going on this uh, weekend. Uh, I'm sure he's going to have plenty of stories uh, when he comes back next week for that. But uh, but no, that's really been been it. Uh, it was a pretty big check it out. It kind of took up all of last weekend. 
Which I mean, hey, it was, it was great. It was, a, it was a good way to take up a weekend. Yeah. But, uh, I didn't really leave a ton of time for much else for the week. Have you checked anything out? Um, I played a little bit of the new uh, Octo expansion that came out for Splatoon oh, last yeah. night. That just came out the other yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Only because I couldn't sleep last night and I had to do something. Oh, hey. I mean, uh, worst things to do. Yeah. Well, first I had to actually finish the regular thing i hadn't finished the actual single player the regular game okay so you actually have to beat you them. don't have to okay but i wanted to ah uh, cool okay <laughs> and i was a lot closer to the end of it than i thought it only took me like maybe 20 minutes oh right on but uh the octo expansion is pretty cool it's kind of just more of the same yeah i kind of figured but i mean it, it reminds me a lot of uh, mario galaxy 2 where it's just they were kind of like hey we got some more ideas still sure so yeah. we might as well do something with them mm-hmm. it's kind of you go through and do these like challenges along a subway map with all the different stops or the different challenges and as oh, okay. you do them you can go a little further down the line oh that's interesting so it's, it's set up differently than regular single player splatoon okay but other than that it's not terribly different yeah but you know that uh, carrot at the end of the stick of being able to play as an octoling once you get through that campaign is probably enough to kind of, you know, make a lot of folks want to get through yeah, it. Yeah, and you can unlock special clothing stuff as you go through it, too. Oh, really? Oh, right on. Uh, yeah, I've been, um, I picked up the, the DLC when it was on, when that first went on sale, so I just have it waiting for me to download, basically. Um, is it, you know, I like a little bit of challenge, but is it easy enough for someone like me who is not super great? No, at it's, their... it's actually kind of difficult. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, I might get through it. And I might not. Awesome. But, I'm, uh, I'm stuck on on a mission right now where you have to dodge being shot at for thirty seconds. Oh, with no weapons or cover. Oh, so you just you can't turn into octopus. You're just running back and forth and try not to get hit. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Huh. But there, the levels are a lot of stuff like that, like weird challenges. Okay. So that's interesting, at least. Yeah, there, there's one where you get to like have the jetpack the whole time, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool, because normally that's something you have to charge as a special move. Right, right. There's a, lot, there's a couple of them where you have to push an eight ball, like the pool ball, around <laughs> the level by shooting at it to get it to a goal at the end. I mean, that sounds really interesting. It sounds uh, a little more creative than just hey, run up and uh, shoot the bad guys and get to the little thing at the end of the <laughs> Go level. Go through this linear, mm-hmm. weird stage. I, d- I didn't really care for the single player in Splatoon 2 all that really? much. I didn't think it was as good as the first one. You know, I'll agree with you on that. I uh, played enough of the um, single player in Splatoon 1 and enough of the this one to... Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think I can see that. I, sure. ju- I just think the level design was more on point in the first one than it is the second one. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, the second one would get hard in a way that was more frustrating than challenging. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it seems to me that uh, Splatoon 1, they didn't know quite whether they wanted to focus on the multiplayer or single player. So they kind of had to kind of make them both. Yeah. Good. They kind of hedged their bets. Yeah. But with Splatoon 2, they're like where they're putting all their baskets, all their, all their fruit, all their baskets in the, in the, uh, in the fruit, in the, uh, <laughs> multiplayer fruit. That's the saying that I wanted to say, but definitely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is weird that this expansion is all single player. It really doesn't add anything. Yeah. That is, yeah. Uh, the story seems like it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Captain Cuttlefish, who was absent from the yeah, that's cool regular game. Yeah, I like that character. He seemed pretty cool. 
I'll have to spend more time with it, though. I mean, it definitely seems like it's worth 20 bucks. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Oh, sure, I mean, any kind of extra content. Like I said, you get the Octoling, like, hair, and, like, you said you mentioned extra costumes and yeah. clothing and stuff, so that's really cool. Yeah, I think it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, Nintendo always does a good job with their DLC. Mm-hmm. It's always well, hefty enough well, to Well, they don't the... do DLC often enough to be like, okay, well, if we think this is worth, you know, yeah. charging people extra, they're going to do it. Which like like this? I thought the Zelda DLC was fantastic. Oh, I think parts of the Zelda DLC is better than the main game. I enjoyed doing the, oh, what was it? What was it called? The um the one where you got the motorcycle. Um, oh, it wasn't Champions the... Ballad. Yeah, yeah. I like doing that a lot better than the um, just going to the four divine beasts and doing those main levels. I thought that like the uh, the boss at the end of the Champions need to Ballad. I finish that. Dude, you gotta you gotta do that. That boss <laughs> was pure joy. Uh, I I have really enjoyed that. So speaking of which, the boss at the end of Splatoon, mm-hmm. just the regular Splatoon, was not as good in the second one as it is in the first. Really? One. Oh, that's and the first one. It's like a ridiculous, like challenge. It's really over the top. A lot of moving around and chasing and shooting. And this one was just seemed like a regular boss fight. Huh. Well, that's a bummer. Oh well, it can't all be winners. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, hey. You know what? We have a lot of news to go through. Do you want to just go ahead and jump right into like some of this stuff? Uh, we could. I can't really think of anything else I've done. I still haven't seen Solo. So oh, yeah, we see, can't we talk can't talk about, about Solo. And I kind of want to make sure everybody, all, all four of us are here to talk yeah. about Solo. Because I think there's going to be enough to have a really good discussion about that. Yeah, I've mostly just been working on my game a lot lately because mm-hmm. I'm going to table it at the Game Developers Expo. In- oh, in Columbus. Excellent. All right. Very cool. So I've got to get it to a not. I'm not. I don't want to say playable state because it is at a playable state, but better than it is. <laughs> Just kind of a, a certain amount of polish. Yeah. To it to start showing to people. Sure, I get that. All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and talk about a little bit of this E3 news. We have a bunch of different developers that we could talk about. Um, we're only going to hit the the high notes on a lot of these, basically because. Well, we one, only have so much time. We only have so much time. A lot of it is, while well, I enjoy indie games, some of it's just not as like. There wasn't a whole lot of there, indie there stuff. There actually really. wasn't. You're absolutely. You're, you're, that's that is true. Yeah. That's not what E3 is for. Yeah. Really. That's true. Yeah. Plus, I mean, this year overall, I don't know. It seemed a little lackluster. Yeah. I I walked away feeling pretty disappointed by this E3 as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Which hasn't happened in a while. <laughs> yeah, but this one was was kind of a... It kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah, well, it it's not that they didn't announce any good games. There's plenty of really good games on the list. It's just that, like, there was no, like, one big game, like, one big bombshell kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, there was no surprises. Right. Really, at yeah. all. Like, there's no big... No Shinmu 3, you know? Right. No uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, like literally, no, literally they didn't none say of anything that. They about didn't, it. Yeah, it's almost like it doesn't exist. So, uh, so yeah, you know what? Pick a developer. We'll start there. You want, you want to start with the smaller ones and move up to the main ones? Yeah, let's do I it. Guess. So sure. we can start with Square Enix. Yeah, let's do Square Enix first. The Final Fantasy people that didn't have anything Final Fantasy related <laughs> at all. Well, yeah, well, kind of. Kind because of. They Kingdom had Hearts Kingdom three, Hearts 3 was a major, but they didn't show any Final Fantasy characters. No. In it. No, not it's really. All Disney. Yeah, it doesn't. Still doesn't make any sense. I don't know what's going on. I. Uh, but it looks cool. It it looks the really graphics cool. Graphics are really yeah. good. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, Kingdom Hearts is basically kind of like it's kind of Final Fantasy, but it's also Disney characters, which is always kind of a neat. I've always thought <laughs> yeah. it was kind of a neat uh, mashup, but the, the story makes no sense. No, it's an indiscrutable soup of anime weird. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to describe Kingdom yeah. Hearts. They're good games, though. Oh, they're good. Yeah, they look they look like they're really good games. Listen, the the storyline of Kingdom Hearts is so convoluted that there is an entire podcast that I listen to that is devoted to it. It that they talk about the storyline in thirty minute chunks, and they are on episode forty one right now, and only into Kingdom Hearts two, <laughs> which is the third game in the series. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts two, game three. Yeah, right. <laughs> The game where you think it's all a bunch of spinoffs, but they're not spinoffs. They're not. They're they're all part of the story. They're every one of them. And not all those games are good. Yeah, <laughs> you can't you can't go from Kingdom Hearts one to Kingdom Hearts two because half the care half the cast just doesn't exist in Kingdom you, Hearts one. You, you got to go through what is it like Chain of Memories? Chain of Memories. You gotta play that card one. That weird card game. And they're, they're like alternate versions of the same characters going through mm-hmm. memories of. It is a mess. Uh, the whole thing. And then there's that Japanese-only iOS game that is integral to the plot of Kingdom Hearts that came out right That's that came out right before Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, wait. No, that's that's you can play that in America. Oh, you can? Yeah, See, the, I thought it was a Japanese-only. No, it's... I forget what it's called. But there is a Kingdom Hearts iOS game, and it came out in America. And it has very heavy plot elements that are, that are featured in Kingdom Hearts 3. Hopefully, they'll find a way to make it palatable oh, man i don't for know somebody who hasn't you know isn't as deeply invested as yeah i mean you're gonna have a lot of it's been so long since the last kingdom hearts game that you're gonna have people that are gonna look at this game and go hey that's donald and mickey and some anime boy interacting with uh you know woody from the toy story, <laughs> the toy story. and and frozen and and pirates of the caribbean unfortunately yeah hyper realistic looking yeah like some of those 3D models looked like real people, which is what they were going for in Kingdom Hearts 2, but didn't it didn't, didn't work. achieve it because <laughs> it was PlayStation 2. Yeah, yeah. but man, I I don't care for that franchise anymore. Yeah, it's completely lost its luster for me, and I can't stand Johnny Depp anymore. And I'm really disappointed that they are apparently spending a lot of time there in Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, they spend a lot of time there. From the way it sounds, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, hey, moving on to other Square Enix games. They had a new Tomb Raider. Two, new, new Tomb Raider, sure. It looked like Tomb Raider. Yeah. At least new Tomb Raider. Yeah, there was nothing really innovative with that, I guess. Um, it's kind of a running theme of this E3 is women sneaking around and murdering people with knives and bows. We're going to see that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to see that quite a bit. Um, I mean, it looked good. I'll probably play it. I really liked the last one. Mm-hmm. The, the first reboot one, I was kind of like lukewarm on, but the mm. second one's really good. Yeah. So uh, hopefully this one will be more like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's the what's the uh, next one on the, the list? The Quiet Man. They really didn't say a whole lot of. It looks like. Yeah. No kidding. It was, they were pretty quiet about yeah. it, huh? Ah. It looks like it, it might star like a, a deaf main character, which oh, is interesting. Cool. Yeah. Um, don't really know anything else about it. I probably shouldn't have put it down there. Oh, well. Hey. It was, <laughs> it's a game that was announced. Yeah. And they showed some Dragon Quest, and they put a date on it. 
sure does look like a Dragon Quest. September something, which is fine. I love yeah. Dragon Quest. Oh, yeah. I'm I mean, the, for it. that Toriyama-ish uh, art style was is really cool. I kind of like it. Yeah. I, I'm super stoked for it. Mm. Uh, it sucks it's not coming out on 3DS anymore. Yeah. But hey, <laughs> Switch port, maybe. Who knows? Someday. Someday. Eventually. Yeah. Probably it's six it, months down the road, just like every other game well, that the Switch They don't even has. know in Japan when it's going to come out on yeah. the Switch. So who knows when we'll get it? <laughs> maybe never. I just... Okay eventually now we will and but the only reason we'll get it is because nintendo will publish it okay uh let's see let's pick one more really small uh developer you know what? let's do ubisoft real quick because there's not a ton there and then we'll take a break so there's an assassin's creed odyssey it's the next yeah assassin's it, creed it's, it's weird to see uh these assassins flying around in this hat shaped spaceship yeah <laughs> no it's not mario odyssey no uh, that'd be pretty great though yeah. right it's it's a Greek it's Greek this time. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's basically Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> it's Greek this it's time. Greek this and you time. can be a lady now because they learned their lesson. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, um, they, they also showed the Division 2, which the first one was okay, so maybe this one is good. I don't know. Something about the ideology behind the Division and the the storyline rubs me the wrong way, mm. so I can't get into it. I didn't watch this press conference, so I don't know if I have a ton to add to this well, one, unfortunately. The, the Division is that game where the government um, activates a bunch of sleeper agents that are just regular people, but now because oh, this there's, one. Okay. there's this yeah. big disaster because of a disease that broke out on Black Friday, mm-hmm. now you can walk down the street in New York and shoot people for looting. Great! Yeah, it's really... It, it kind yeah. of squicks me out a little bit i i i could see that and yeah. it's like the game the game is all right i i rented it and enjoyed it for a little bit but i just can't get past the kind of weird fantasy it's peddling yeah i can definitely i can definitely see that it just it doesn't sound like my kind of game yeah honestly i eh. yeah like this isn't my idea of what is fun is yeah <laughs> this is not a this is not a a world I wish to inhabit in my leisure time. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two. Uh, was this the one where they had that CGI trailer uh, last year where they're like the, the there's like a swearing monkey, swearing monkey on a hover bike, and he might be dating that woman. <laughs> yeah, it's that one. It's that one. Okay, because that that trailer last year looked pretty great. Yeah, I mean this will this will probably be pretty cool. The first one was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks a lot different than the first one. They're yeah. going kind of a different direction with it. Yeah, that's cool. But that's yeah, it'll, it'll be worth checking out. Wasn't a surprise since they had it last year. Yeah. You know uh, what is surprising is that they're releasing a new Just Dance game for the original <laughs> Wii. Seriously? Yeah. For the original Wii. Yeah, not the Wii U. There's a new Wii game coming out in 2018. <laughs> Why? I, I guess they assume people will buy it for the. It's for like the the grandmas and soccer moms that bought a Wii and didn't go anywhere from there. I mean, all right, <laughs> that's that is. I, I just um, thought it was weird and worth noting that there's yeah, someone that, is still making a Wii game. That is weird. Yeah, that's huh. Let's move on to Bethesda. Well, actually, let's go ahead and take a break first, oh, and then and we'll then come, come back, back with Bethesda and come back with some Bethesda and a little bit more E3 news. So uh, stick around.
Take Me Home, Country Road by Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. It's a great cover. Yeah, I, I like I like them. I like Me First. Yeah, I like I like them too. So why do we play that? Uh, because it's featured prominently in the trailer for the new Fallout game that got announced. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fallout 76, which is Fallout, but in West Virginia and online only. Yeah, that's that was the part that kind of threw me a little bit. That's yeah. online only. I'm leery of it mm-hmm. because of the online only part. They said there's no NPCs except for robots. Yeah. I mean, which makes sense from a lore standpoint because it takes place. It's the earliest fallout mm-hmm. time wise in the canon. It takes place like right after the all clear from the nuclear war. Yeah. So there isn't a lot of people around, although there should be ghouls. There should be, yeah. Which are the irradiated people. The only thing that I'm really concerned about this is I know Fallout is uh, massively popular and they're going to initially have a ton of, uh, a a huge player base, but this game is not going to be as evergreen as some of the other Fallout games, I don't think. Like, once that uh, player base drops off and you get like one, you know, NPC or one other player every once in a while, (laughs) what are you going to do in the game? Well... Bethesda games, well, not well. Bethesda software games, not the not the publisher, but that their actual studio. Mm-hmm. They have a long shelf life. That's true. Um, that is true. I mean, maybe, Sky people are still playing Skyrim. People are still playing Morrowind. Even. Yeah, That's, so that is you gotta you make a good point. People yeah. will probably always be playing unless it really sinks, which <laughs> might be. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it just I. It, doesn't look like the kind of things I go to a Fallout game for. Like, right. That like weird post-apocalypse story that's half dark comedy, half good story. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Just uh, that's not going to be there. The role playingness of it is not really going to be there. Besides what you can make up with your friends who you're playing it with, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't really like see uh, Griffin and Justin McElroy doing a uh, a successful Monster Factory set in Fallout 76. Yeah, you're not going to see the final Pam. Yeah, final Pam's <laughs> not going to make a return in this. <laughs> <laughs> Some aspects of it are really cool. That I mm-hmm. like that it's West Virginia. That's yeah. a cool and interesting place to set a game. Mm-hmm. I like the focus on these weird radiation monsters that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially Mothman, yeah. who I'm a fan of. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd also like to make a point that Mothman was in my game first. <laughs> True, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Todd. Yeah, yeah, Todd. <laughs> but hey, how about that map? Glows in the dark. Glows in the effing dark. Yes, As yes. you said. The, <laughs> the special edition does look really cool. It, it has a, the power armor helmet. Yeah, that does look pretty cool. Uh, but it's like $200, and it already sold out, so you yeah. can't get it anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Good luck. It's like, part of me is excited because I love Fallout. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of my more favorite franchises, but this is a weird direction to take it in. It, it kind of is, yeah. Uh, beyond Fallout 76, they announced that uh, Fallout Shelter is on the Switch, like, right now. And I still have not played it, even when it came either. out on the phone. Yeah. I just I'm tired of those kind of games. <laughs> I agree. Yep. Um they we have a they gave us a logo for uh Starfield which is their their new, space game. Their space game It's the first uh, original IP they've had in like 20 years. Yeah, it looks like they went, "Hey, uh EA's not going to do Mass Effect anymore. They really messed that one up. So we're going to make one for you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh they announced the new Elder Scrolls. They six. should they shouldn't have done that. I don't know. They had they were in a position where they had to because they also announced an Elder Scrolls phone game, oh, which uh, yeah. I think looks very very cool, and I'll be excited to play it because I don't have this weird hang up about phone games that some people do. Oh sure, I- I'll I'll try it for five minutes and then get bored with it. <laughs> Um, now it looks like a fully featured like Elder Scrolls game that you play on your phone. Sure, but it's a phone game, so I'll play it for five minutes and get bored with it because <laughs> that's how, with the exception of Pokemon Go, that's how I usually am with phone games, no matter how good they are. Unfortunately, I, I usually burn hot on one for like a week and then <laughs> never go back to yeah. it again, with the exception of Pokemon Go, and also I'm still playing Shadow Gun Legends. Oh you, yeah, right, yeah. I've invested too much into it now. I can't stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not on the list, but uh, it's another smaller developer. Um, there was a f- some From Software stuff, wasn't there? Yeah. Uh, they're the Dark Souls people. Yeah. They had a ninja game that I forget the title of. Oh, the one where the guy has the, the bone arm and he has like the grappling hook like wire within the bone arm. It looks so good. I wish I could remember the name of it. Yeah, but I... I don't like the Souls games, and if it's anything like those, I'm not going to like it. So. Oh, yeah. No, I <laughs> won't play it. It looks great, but I won't play it. Did uh, From Software have anything else? They had a VR game for PlayStation VR. Oh, yeah. Right. But the trailer didn't really explain what it was. Yeah. It didn't look like a Souls game. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good at least. Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and move on to some of the uh, bigger ones. Actually, take that back. It, this is another really small developer. This is almost just a minor blip in the on the radar, but I think their press release. Oh, they're, they're was, not. A, they're a publisher. No, they're yeah, they're a publisher. I think their their thing was um, probably the best of E3, and that's uh, Devolver. Yeah, Devolver Digital's 
big fancy press conference. Oh man, it was 18 minutes it. long and it was the best thing I saw all week. Yeah, it was the best. It's just a hilarious send up of this whole event and mm-hmm. of these dumb conferences. Yeah. And with their fictional uh um uh spokeswoman Nina Struthers. Yeah. Which they they've built up an entire mythology at this point of their fake Oh yeah. Well, for the second year in a row Nina died at the end of the uh the press conference. Yeah. Um <laughs> for the second year in a row their uh game tester on stage uh also died. <laughs> yeah. They were in the Dave Lang Memorial um <laughs> yeah. uh, theater where his ghost showed up for a second. That was pretty great. <laughs> um I mean they only had three games to announce and one of them is a is a HD Upres remake of a game from 2004 by from software <laughs> by from software <laughs> but uh oh metal, God, wolf chaos, metal wolf chaos looks so great which is, it's about a the president of the united states driving a mech to <laughs> save the day so, yes <laughs> he is it's the president of the united states who drives a giant robot to save the world from his evil vice president who also drives a giant robot <laughs> that is the plot of the game and it is the best <laughs> And all that the voice acting in it, mm-hmm. that is also the Japanese voice acting. Yes. There's, there's not two different versions. It's oh, no. just all in English. It's all in English, yeah. And over the top. How how the first I, I watched a um a let's play of the game, the original version of the game, um, a little while back, and um like the first line of the of the game was the first line of that trailer. It's the president yelling, Let's party <laughs> while driving around in a giant fighting robot. It's the best yes i've i've known of metal wolf it was a original xbox game that only came out in japan and Mm -hmm. i've always wanted to play it and now i'm going to be able to thank (laughs) thanks devolver digital yeah they also uh announced some um arena kind of thing survival game oh yeah it looked kind of neat it looked kind of neat what it was yeah it looked really over the top and kind of neat and then uh uh, my friend pedro that looks cool it, it looks like Deadpool. I, yeah, you know it's what? like like the action scenes of Deadpool. It looks like it reminds me of Hotline Miami. Yeah, but a platformer. Yeah, and like every all the uh, players' uh, movements uh, look like almost like ballet movements. But he's also shooting guns and doing flips. And when you shoot someone, it goes immediately into like slow mo, so you can do even cooler flips and stuff. It just looks like yeah. uh, cutscenes from from the Deadpool movie. Yeah, basically. It, well, it looks like it's Hotline Miami mixed with uh, Super Hot. Kinda. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, they also announced uh, the uh, loot box coin. <laughs> which have you been following that any? Yes, it, it's <laughs> it's a fake. It's not really a cryptocurrency it's not. because it's a thing. It's just a thing. It's just a coin you can buy for a fluctuating price uh-huh. on their website. Yep, and it fluctuated just about every hour for the last couple of days. Uh got up to 250 bucks at one point. Jeez. And uh I checked it before we started recording. Sold out. Wow. That's yeah. that's dumb. A bunch of dumb people spent a uh, way more money on a hunk of plastic that they probably 3D printed yeah. and are mailing out eventually. <laughs> but the best part about their their press release or their um you know pre-recorded press release whatever um was that uh by being super satirical they were able to be like a hundred percent truthful in what they were saying uh the um yeah spokeswoman, it, it like, was great satire oh it was great she was like 
basically just saying, listen, these games are going to make us great numbers. You're going to eat it up. <laughs> it's going to make us a ton of money. We don't care about anything else. <laughs> let's face it. I, yeah. These are all just big flashy commercials that we're doing. So let's roll the garbage, show you the commercials and yeah. let's get this over with. It was great. So good. E3 has needed something like it since it existed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And it ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like it ended with a to be continued for next for year. Next year. I can't believe it. It's so good. Uh, all right. So let's go ahead and uh, get into the um, the big three. We're talking about Microsoft, Sony and Nintendo. I think we should leave Nintendo for last because we are kind of Nintendo marks and, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, let's start with Microsoft because I'm the least invested in it. But oddly, thought their press conference was better than the other two. Yeah, I I agree. <laughs> I mean, I I don't have an Xbox One. Yeah, and I don't like I I kind of want one, but mm-hmm. I probably won't ever get one. Oh yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't see myself ever getting an Xbox. So I don't really have a dog in the in this hunt, but. I mean, they some announced the some good stuff that looked yeah, good. Yeah, like another Halo's coming. Halo's coming back. That's cool. Yeah, it's called Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. uh, which sounds like some kind of Halo as a service thing. I don't know if that's what it is. That's I mean, my, I hope not. But that's my professional well analyst uh, <laughs> opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, they announced the Gears of War. Two, well, three Gears of War games actually. A, <laughs> yeah, a phone game. Featuring Gears of War Funko Pops, which sounds like about the worst thing I've ever heard of. Uh, but I'm the most, honestly, I'm kind of the most invested in that of any of them because I was never a big Gears of War fan. I played the first one a little bit years ago. That's but... the same as me. I I played and thoroughly enjoyed the first Gears oh, of War. I really liked it. I never felt like I needed to play any of the other ones. Yeah, the first one was enough. It was enough. I mean, it's it's a third person shooter it's i mean like i, I played all the person. way i played all the way through it i yeah. mean i liked it enough to beat the game but yeah i mean you're you have a gruff protagonist with a gun that also is a chainsaw i mean it's yeah, yeah it's, it fine. Kind it's of, set in space it kind of invented the cover shooter yeah at least as we know it today yeah so it's it, an important game but i just I don't know just don't really care right <laughs> yeah so yeah in the same way that but, sounds too harsh but i mean well, I, I'll be harsh. I don't yeah. yeah, but but at least with the Funko phone game, you don't it, know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're going to get. And it's probably going to be free to start. So if you try it and it sucks, just you can at least laugh at it like Garfield Go. Okay, exactly. <laughs> the other Gears game was a tactics game that's like XCOM or mm-hmm. Mario and Rabbids, which actually is a really good fit for the franchise. I think it kind of is with yeah, the, the cover shooter. You know, the chest high walls hiding behind him, moving guys around. It's a good idea. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to play it because <laughs> I don't like those kind of games. It's not my thing, but I think it's a good idea. I think sure. people will like it. Oh, yeah. Why not? Uh, they had, We didn't write this down, but they announced a new Forza. Yeah. Forza uh, 4. Oh, boy. Which I, I can't wait till Forza 5's a. <laughs> <laughs> now, are they going to name this one like the number four and then ZA at the end? No, they should have. Yeah, but it's called Forza Horizon Four. Yeah, it sounds lame. I, and I never played Onesa or Tuesday or Threesday <laughs> either. It's a good joke. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I mean, I can keep going. You can keep going. Oh, I'm, I have no doubt. <laughs> 
they bought a bunch of uh, studios, Microsoft did, they... which is good because they don't really have any first-party games at all. Yeah, not really. So it was smart of them to show that we're, we're working on it, I yeah. guess. It would have been nice if they had games from these studios they bought, uh, but they didn't really. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they're going with the, the whole, if you can't beat them, buy them. Kind Which of is strategy, very Microsoft. Yeah, it yeah. is very Microsoft. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> but it sh- they're trying, which is good. I yeah. mean, give them points for that. Sure. Because they do need exclusives. That's mm-hmm. one of the main reasons I haven't bothered to buy an Xbox. I, I don't have a good reason to. Yeah, there's no. Exactly. There, yeah, there's two games I'd want to play on it, and it's Sea of Thieves and Rare Replay, which is a bunch of old games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they announced, speaking of old games, they announced, old rare games, mm-hmm. they announced the new Battletoads, which is very exciting oh, for me personally. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I love Battletoads. You know, I knew this was coming sooner or later because of, was it Rash in, uh, yeah, uh, in Killer, Killer Instinct? Instinct? Yeah. Um, his inclusion in that game was so overwhelmingly positive that I, I knew this was coming up People sooner or later. People love Battletoads, oh, even yeah. though it, it turned into a meme. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it'll be as ball-bustingly hard as the original one was. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. It's apparently a 2.5D game, so it'll be animated sprites on a two or on a 3D background. Mm-hmm. I imagine still a beat-em-up. It, it sounds good. Yeah. I mean, sure, great. I hope it gets a PC release so I can play it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it, it's Microsoft, so I'm sure it will. Okay, let's jump over to Sony. Uh, Sony had a bunch of little things, but they had four main... Yeah, and their conference was weird oh, and it was bad. so weird. Yeah, like after the last couple of years where they kind of were the best parts of E3 the last couple of years. This one was weird. Like it started off in like a weird like barn barn church, church thing, thing which was what was in the Last of Us. Sure. Which is the trailer they showed while they were in the barn tent thing yeah but in retrospect it made sense but at the time like when the press conference just started it was like yeah why what is going on what are they doing like yeah and like the uh i don't know what his role in sony is but i forget that that guy yeah that, that older older gentleman came out on stage and it was clear he was just kind of riffing and it was rambly and like incoherent. <laughs> and like I had the subtitles on at one point because I could not understand like what point he was driving at. That and the sound was kind of bad in was, that yeah. church tent. Yeah, it was a it was a weird setup that And they then had. a man came out and played a dour banjo music for <laughs> ten minutes. There was a lot of music, like yeah. a lot of weird music played during that that press conference. Yeah. Really get the crowd amped up for your your video game commercials with the dour banjo music for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then they played the trailer for last of us Two, which looked great. Which, yeah. It looks yeah, good. Looks really good. Um, it looks like last of us. It's another game where a woman's sneaking around murdering people. Yeah. But this time there's no, uh, clickers. At least they didn't see. But yeah. They, I didn't see any fungus zombies. Yeah. No, it was, it was just like weird cult member things. Or just like, yeah. Lawless, lawless raiders. Yeah. Which is kind of, I don't I mean, know. I'm sure there's got to be some kind of supernatural. So many of their of games element. were so violent. I sound like an old, old lady, <laughs> but so many of their games were so violent. It's just like, yep, there's a horrible murder. Like, yeah. Um, one, uh, one thing I will say about that, like, I'm not. I get. I'm also not into like the horrible murder parts of the game. But I saw in the trailer when 
Ellie uh, did do did do a murder like the uh, wherever the impact point on like the NPCs, the enemy's body got hit. It stayed in that spot. There wasn't like a generic like like there was a point where she shot a gun through someone's cheek and there was a hole on the person's cheek when it dropped. So I guess that's going to be like the innovative thing is like real time, like adaptive murder death, which (laughs) is not my thing. But when the audience like cheers for somebody getting knifed in the neck, like I was like, this is weird. Weird. I don't like this. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm excited. I want to all play these games. Like I like these games and, but it's just so weird to be like, yeah, everybody come look at these murders. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, is... it's weird to celebrate this violence in this way. Yeah. It's, it is kind of like yeah. marketing violence is mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. I agree with you. But, uh, but no, they got through that trailer and then they made everyone in the conference get up and move to another building to finish their press conference which took a solid 20 minutes oh yeah it was boring yeah if you're watching at home you got some talking head people from sony jabbering about crap jabbering about nothing and then playing like basically like pre uh movie theater like commercials and i'm not talking about like trailers i'm talking about those commercials where they're like trying to sell you coke and stuff (laughs) like that level of quality of of all of their smaller games yeah, um, that was weird. Actually, the stream that I was watching it um, had some other commentators and they every time they cut to the uh, the E3 people, they would pot up some EDM music <laughs> and, it, and it just looked like the, the talking heads from Sony were just kind of bobbing along to this <laughs> the, to this weird EDM music. <laughs> it was it was kind of funny. This the stream I was listening to the guy when the banjo guy came mm-hmm. out. He queued up the opening music from Banjo Kazooie, nice, like right on time, and it was hilarious. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. But uh, yeah, it seems like this whole conf- Sony's whole conference was designed for the people who are actually there. And if you're watching at home, well, sorry. Yeah, it's gonna be boring, <laughs> right? Because they had whole walkthrough areas of stuff from the games they were showing. They had like a walkthrough New York, like Spider Man New York. Oh yeah. And, and that would walk. be cool if you're there. But yeah, like, but we weren't. <laughs> yeah, right. Speaking of which, let's burn through these last couple because I really want to get to Nintendo. Um, so speaking of weird music before a, com- a trailer, they play. They have a uh, they have a new game. It's a new IP called Ghosts of Tsushima. 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 Ghosts of Tsushima. It's a like a, a kind of a Ronin kind of samurai. It looks looking, really looks awesome. Really, like I'm really stoked for this. Really, one. really good. But uh, prior to that, they had some white guy in a rice hat playing some weird flute for like what ten, felt like a million 10, years, twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. that was a oh, choice. Yeah, and then <laughs> well, between everything, they had these weird interstitials with like fruits playing instruments. Yeah, that was actually from dreams. That media molecule game maker, movie maker software that's coming out for PlayStation 4. But they didn't explain that to yeah, anyone. Yeah, that made no sense to me. Yeah, they, they didn't they didn't show that game or explain that those interstitials were made with that game. Yeah. And that's like one of the most interesting, innovative things they have. And they didn't show it or explain it at all, which is really stupid. Very weird. 
But no, the the uh, Ghost of uh, Tsushima look, looks really good. Uh, they moved on to an extended uh, playthrough of what I'm guessing is like the intro to the new Spider-Man game. Which yeah, still looks great. Looks good. Looks like probably the best Spider-Man game we'll ever get. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> You know what? Um, I really like the, the costume design on Spider-Man. I, for some reason, I think the white spider on the suit and uh, really breaks up the red and blue a lot better than just the straight up black Spider-Man suit. It looks just different enough to be unique. And I really like it. And I really like the voice actor they picked for a uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Then, uh, yep. Is it Yuri Lowenthal? I think is the guy's name. Uh, that that's a voice actor. Yeah, so it's I, possible. I think that's, who, <laughs> I think that's who, who they have playing Spider-Man in that. And he's does a great job with it. Yeah. Finally, they played a trailer for uh, Hideo Kojima's uh, death stranding. The it, game that I still don't think is ever going to exist. And it still doesn't make sense. And we saw actual gameplay and I still don't know what it is. Yeah, I am more confused about this game now that we've actually seen what you're doing in the game. Yeah, it looks like Norman Reedus is some sort of delivery man. He just has varying degrees of backpack, space backpack. Yeah, and he's sometimes walking, hover robot. Yeah, and he's w- walking across like various landscapes, including what looks to be um uh, the fossil was it fossil falls or fossil something falls from, from mario odyssey yeah and also some cliffs from uh uh wind w- or uh, uh breath of the wild it, do, it kind of looks like breath of the wild like bit. from the way he it looks was like climbing it, and yeah. stuff yeah and then all of a sudden there were some invisible enemies yeah that so. he had to use uh his baby backpack which is a a thing in the game to spot like did you see that mechanic where you know he plugged in this is going to sound the weird. Little, the baby drops into the little bag, yeah. the little sack. This is going to sound like a fever dream, but yes, there is a <laughs> glowing baby sack that has a baby inside it that he plugs into his suit where a light pops up. And that's how you see like a weird strobe light that yeah. flaps that you see like the enemies. Yeah. And it points at where the invisible monsters are. Yeah. I, guess. I don't. And there was a lady now and I she guess. ate a bug. Yeah, she ate a bug. That's the thing that happened. <laughs> she has a really cool designed umbrella and jacket. Sure, yeah. But like I it but yeah, it still doesn't make sense. Man, I don't I don't know. Did he need this much creative freedom? <laughs> uh, I'm worried I'm worried about Death Stranding. Honestly. I feel like when Sony saw that there was actual gameplay, they were like, Oh thank God he is making a game. And then they saw <laughs> the gameplay and went wait what well, yeah what is it though wait yeah is it hey i'll give him points you weren't shooting a gun it's true <laughs> he held a gun at one point oh did he he did oh i forgot but yeah and i guess there's like also hand-to-hand combat in this at some point but with what who knows <laughs> yeah with what and and who and mads mickelson and guillermo del, guillermo del toro were in this one right yeah so it'll probably be another year before we see any. Well, no, yeah. it's going to be the Sony experience before we see another. That's true. Maybe they'll have it playable there. <laughs> if that game's I... never going to be playable. I'll have to give Sony points. They didn't make us watch that freaking biker zombie game for the third year in a row. Oh, no. Well, they they knew that it looked too close to Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. And we're like, OK, we need to promote one of these two games. And guess what? Last of Us is the better game. Okay, so we have like three minutes. Oh no! To talk about Nintendo, so um, well, luckily there wasn't a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, luckily there wasn't a ton. They had that uh, trailer for I think it's called Ex Machina. Oh, no, it wasn't Ex Machina. That's a movie. Oh yeah, 
It was yeah. de- was it like de- Daemon X Machina? Daemon X Machina, that's which what is, it is like a cool looking robot, mm-hmm. uh, giant robot game. Yeah, I thought I was a hundred percent. It was a platinum game when I, I first thought saw it was it. Armored Core, uh-huh. like so hard. I thought it was an Armored Core game. It looks really cool though. The mm-hmm. graphics are really neat. A really stylized looking yeah. robot game. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There was a uh, Xeno. Uh, was it Xenoblade? chronicles or Xenoblade yeah Saga dlc 2. uh yeah is it dlc i thought it was a second it's dlc but it also it's also a standalone thing you can buy oh okay right on but it looked like just more of that mm-hmm. more of that game which i mean sure yeah they highlighted uh pokemon uh, let's go pikachu and eevee a little more although not as much still looks great yeah they played it a little bit on the treehouse stream afterwards oh really so i looks, didn't catch any of the the treehouse stuff. it looks very good it has actual battles if you're worried about that oh, it has good. real legit pokemon battles oh that's excellent it's just you fight just the trainers oh okay they cut out the wild battle the wild battles are just catching Okay. Which I think is I think fine. That's fine. Sure. The wild random battles get tedious after a while. Mm-hmm. Like, why not break it up with something quicker and simpler? Yep, I agree. Uh, let's see. What were some of the other ones? Uh, I know we're saving Smash for last. There was Super Mario Party. Yeah, that that looks good. Back to the board game. Good. No more car, which is good. Mm-hmm. It looks very good. Um, it does some interesting stuff by, with linking two switches together. Yeah, that looks pretty uh, interesting. Um. I hope it has online. Yeah. I don't think nice. it will. Well, I, I highly doubt that it will, but I hope it does. No, that would be fun. Uh, an online mode would be cool. It actually make me kind of want to get the game because otherwise, I mean. Otherwise, you play it, you know, like uh, other, once a month. Uh, otherwise, you know, next time we have a game night, you'll bring it over to the house. Yeah, and we'll, and like we'll with play the it. last Mario Party. E- exactly. Yeah. Which was much maligned, but I thought it was fun. Well, yeah, I thought it was all right. Sure. But yeah, I'll I'll be excited to play a new Mario Party, but it's not really a, you know, it wasn't a brain melter. Like, I wasn't yeah. super excited. Yeah. And yeah. that was the running theme. They didn't have anything surprising. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping to at least get one game that I didn't already know about that would be a big surprise. Yeah. Uh, I'm, and I'm not even picky on what. Just like anything would have been. something. Just something. I mean, I kind of would like a new 2D Mario that looks like they put some effort into it. Yeah. That'd be the thing I'd want for Nintendo. That would be nice. But no, we didn't get that. Yeah. Uh, we got Smash Brothers. We got a bunch of Smash Brothers. We can Brothers. talk about we now. We got to talk about Smash Brothers real quick, and that's kind of going to be it. Uh, no, Smash was the, they're really the big one. Um, that's actually what they have playable at their booth. But uh, but no, it's Smash Brothers, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And everybody's there. Everybody's in. They, uh, yes, every character that's ever been in a Smash Brothers game is back in. Even Snake. Even Snake, which is cool. A lot of clones, like, I I don't know if anyone was clamoring for Pichu, Pichu. or, I mean, Ice Climbers was a neat concept, but I don't think anyone was like, oh man, I gotta get back my I, I'm Ice gl- Climber I'm glad main. they're back. Yeah. I like, I... I mostly just like that they're a weird NES pull. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Along those same lines, I'm actually kind of excited that uh, uh, Wolf is back from Star Fox. He looks so cool. He looks cool. It looks like they tweaked his uh, moveset just enough to make him a unique character, which is really cool. Yeah, Wolf's... I never realized how strong Wolf's Star Fox Zero design oh, was. Oh, yeah, it's a really good design. But yeah, they uh, they also announced a, you know, a little bit of pl- gameplay of the Inkling characters, which looks pretty solid yeah that's about how you would expect them yeah that that eight player mode 
on the Splatoon map with all eight Splatoon players <laughs> just looks like Splatoon the fighting game, yeah. basically. And it looks great. I'm in on that. They announced Daisy. Yeah. Daisy's which, pretty cool. Uh, okay. I, I like I like how they're uh, de- uh, denoting the uh, obvious clone characters. They're called Echo Fighters now. I mean, I wish they were costume swaps instead of like yeah taking up a, a character spot i would much rather have like a character spot used up by a new character but we also get in rip uh ridley from which is uh, awesome yeah metroid. From metroid the big space dragon guy mm-hmm. yeah absolutely uh, he's not turns out he's not too big no um well he's huge but he's hunched over yeah which he usually is in the game mm-hmm. anyway uh, and the trailer they had for him was cool um, it was really cool well, okay, so um, who's the next DLC do you think uh, you'd want to see in uh, Ultimate after Ridley? Because you know they're going to do more DLC of characters. I want an ARMS guy in there. Yeah? I'm surprised they didn't announce an ARMS guy. I think it'll be criminal if there's nobody from ARMS. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. In Smash Brothers. But, uh, people didn't really like... It didn't go over quite as well as they were hoping, I don't think. N- yeah. But people still liked it. It still sold pretty good. That's true. I mean, mostly just sold because it was a game on the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> that's true i'm honestly i mean i would love to see like obscure poll like god i can't even well i used to say Bomberman, but now he's an assist trophy so you can't do and that kind of that kind of stinks that kind of stinks he would have made a good mm-hmm. full character mm-hmm. but uh i mean i can't think of an obscure character that i would pull but i know it's probably going to be there's a pretty good chance it's going to be another sonic character because there's only one of them and there's Sonic has a pretty good size yeah. cast of characters. It'll be Big the Cat. No. <sighs> One can only hope. They could I wouldn't be upset if they pulled another Sonic character though. I'd be I okay mean, with why not? Knuckles. Yeah. I, because they usually whenever they do like a semi like a not full on uh, clone character, but like a semi clone character, they usually like to pull a heavy character with a similar moveset, like a Ganondorf with a um, But he's Falcon. Knuckles is an assist trophy, I heard. Oh he is. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, it'll be sha- it'll be either shadow or silver. Oh God! Because then they can just recolor Sonic. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I you know what? I would be okay with silver. I guess he's got psychic moves. Yeah, that's at least it's interesting. Different enough. Sure, he'd play a little more like Mewtwo than he would a, a Sonic. Yeah, but that's uh, hey, that's fine. Okay, so Mock, hey, Mock Rider. <laughs> that that would be cool. And have Mock Rider be a woman like uh, she is in the arcade game. Yeah, there you go. There's always uh, Golden Sun, but I think there's enough anime boys. And yeah, girls. enough anime boys with boys and girls with swords. Sure. Um, I wish I wish we could see Simon Belmont. Yeah, which they brought Snake back, mm-hmm. so they you never already know. talked to Konami. But like, and they put Bomberman. That's the Konami now too. Yeah. So I'm saying it could happen. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I would be surprised, but I wouldn't be. It seems possible. That's right. what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. But like, yeah, no, Simon Belmont would probably be my choice. Uh, Shovel Knight would be cool. Shovel Knight would be really cool. That's actually pretty likely, I th- I think, because Yacht Club, Yacht Club, they're they're usually pretty good about like uh, licensing out Shovel Knight to different games, and, and they're good. They're buddy buddy with Nintendo. They they're are. one of the few, if maybe only third-party amiibos that exist yeah yeah oh speaking of amiibos all of the um classic um smash brother amiibos work with the new smash brothers and they're um i'm sure you read the humongous sigh of relief oh my god yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and what 
relieved me more than anything was them saying that they're not going to create a bunch of like player two modes of the smash brothers thing. It's, it's like, okay, because a lot of the DLC characters had like two different versions that you would have to buy. Yeah. Uh, I was really sweating them saying, okay, here's a uh, second pose Mario and second pose yeah. peach and all those others. They like, did show uh, a Ridley amiibo. Yeah. They're, they're doing a Ridley, uh, Daisy and inkling girl, uh, with a special pose for the uh, smash base. And that's really cool. But yeah. Oh, and there's a inkling inkling or a squidling, uh, boy, girl and squid for, uh, Splatoon two. That's coming out sometime this year. I mean, octoling octoling. Yeah. That's, that's what there's I octoling mean. amiibos. Yeah. That's what I meant. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, you've been listening to nerd overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerd overload. And Hey, while you're doing that, why don't you go over to our Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch accounts, all under the name Nerd Overload Now. Like and, and subscribe to all those. Dude. That would be very helpful and good. Yeah. And, and Instagram. We have a bunch of pictures on there. Instagram, too. Yeah. If you want to see uh, pictures from the con, that's a good place to see them. Yeah. Um, you can. What is the thing that Josh does? I just did the thing that Josh does. Sam does. When she's here, Samantha says that you should send us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com with questions, comments, what you liked about E3. Yeah. Yeah, let us know. Sure. And the thing I say is that you should subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV, where you you can listen to the show there, and uh, sometimes we might put other stuff there, too. That's right. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, Gregor.zone. Gregor.zone. Yeah, that hot new website. Yeah, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find our podcast. You know what? Uh, tell your friends. Uh, word of mouth is the best way for folks to uh, find our show. Leave a review on iTunes. Yeah, sure. Why not? That would help as well. Uh, anyway, thank you again for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Pizza out. <laughs>